0: Welcome, welcome guys, welcome guys, welcome to this Convo call Inside Centennial's Podcast. I'm Ori your host and today I'll be going in depth with the recent black news. Um, so we have, the first news we have, it's about this uh, racial, racist, not nah, just rac- racist, racist by this um, ex-surgeon a police surgeon in Portland, Oregon and uh, having com, which is you know a, a news organization ran um, a, a story about this uh, ex-officer and it reads Portland police surgeon to present uh Prison, yeah person if a homeless person is black just shoot them surgeon greg lewis was fired last year for his comment first released publicly this week he's fighting for the fighting uh and may be able to retire with pension well guys i'm not gonna read the whole article i'm gonna just you know give you a resume and if you guys are interested in reading an article the article question you can go on having dot and you can find it. You know under the uh, Black Voices um, section. So you have this officer. What happened was you have this officer who really um, feels entitled to go out and shoot black, you know, homeless people because you know. their voice um are not being heard. Cause evidently, you know this officer, this late ex-officer really knew what he was saying. You know, he was really calling for his um offices in the kind can- low you know um Enforcement officers, you know, he was in a position of command. He was calling them to dehumanize black homeless people because he know it, it would be difficult to really, you know, fight for a black homeless person since you know um, their voice are not being heard. You know, no one is talking about black homelessness in, in this country. You know. There are no news, there are no organization who's fighting, you know, for the black homeless, you know, people. So, they are the easy target. They are one of the easy target, you know. There are people are, you know, on the list of the easy target is uh, black transgenders, though, who happen to be homeless. You know, if you go in place like in, in, in Detroit... You know, and they are really, really one of the easy target. You know, you can really, the I mean, officers, police officers, you know, they can really harm them. And it's really difficult, you know, to really um, prove that they have harmed them. I mean, because most of them, they're living in the street, you know. And, you know, they're living really a very... um difficult life, you know, they don't have no roof on the top of their heads, you know, they don't have access to uh, uh, health insurance, you know, so first there's a race issue, also there's a um, social economic issue, which makes them very vulnerable. So, this officer really knew what he was doing. Apparently, he was fired. Um, I wish that he was not just fired, but also prosecuted because, you know, this is not an attempt murder, you know. But we all both know this was premises, you know. Officers, they always get away, you know. He's not the first and he's not the last one to make all these comments. Um... Okay, so we have another, you know, news article I'm going to talk about. It's called, uh, We Built This. William Jackson Harper is opening new doors for dark-skinned men in Hollywood. So basically, it's We Built This. It's a campaign that's, you know, um, is trying to help. You know black entertainers to really have more roles in hollywood so the people who have already made their own name in hollywood um they're really trying to really push for more um integration it's it's a very amazing you know um really fight it's really amazing you know action um by all these black entertainers who really are doing, you know, a very amazing job, you know, with the actor William Jackson Harper, or Harper, I mean, uh, want to inspire others to deal with the world that we have rather than the world that we wish what we had. So him along other actors are really fighting for that. I think he may have launched this uh movement so um it's really really fun though uh, i'm gonna try to focus on other uh black news that really worth it. i mean i'm not saying the user i just share about this amazing actor it's not really worth it, but i wanna go in depth so let's see what we have here I'll uh, we'll have some news about Super Bowl. I'm not really interesting. Okay. There's one other. Octavio Spencer. Spencer, yeah. Spencer Spencer. Yeah, th- I mean, it's depending on how you pronounce it. Octavia Spencer says LeBron James fought for her eco-pay on a new Netflix show. Uh, the actress and A.L.A. Lakers star are co-executive producers for the upcoming series um, Madame Madam Sergio Walker. So one of the, actually the first millionaire... Um, black person in the u.s whether i believe uh, madame cedra walker so it's uh an amazing thing to do um i've settled the bone james the bone james have been really pushing for change you know in nba in nfl and you know um even in you know in Hollywood. so i really settled the brother though he's been really doing some amazing work though um uh yeah there's another story that went a few days ago it's about um a documentary is about to come out about um documentary on um michael jackson the king of pop you know allegedly there's a documentary um that really talks about uh depicts uh a different image uh of um uh michael jackson michael jackson yeah <clears throat> oh just yes. i need to solve my throat Apparently, he was abusive to some white kids white teenagers which i really don't believe in because i think it's you know again in this country um just because you have made it, you know, in terms of socioeconomics, may, maybe you have become a millionaire. That don't mean you are, in, you know, immune to a unjustly uh, prosecution, you know. They always use these tactics. They always use these um, judicial organs to attack you. They... You know, they will come out. and They will say this white supremacist man everywhere. They will come out and they say, "Oh, you know, he molested you know, you know, young teenagers. You know, and he should be prosecuted. Oh, he um, used drugs in order to um, manipulate some youngsters, some teenagers, to come and take some drugs so he can web them. Oh, he abused women." Etc. So they're always, you know, coming out with some crazy stories in order to really uh, dehumanize you, you know, like really destroy your own personal character. So it's crazy. Uh, let's see. Another story running. Um, uh, let me see. mm <clears throat> Guys, I'm still looking for some other black news, so apologize for taking so long, but I'll be with you shortly. And apologize for my um, voice. I'm a little bit tired, and I promise, I'll be back today uh with some really um uh, great content am gonna do more research Um uh, been really struggling with you know expressing myself vocally uh man look for a doctor though uh let me see black news by the way happy black history month to the brothers and the sisters Okay, um, so from the root.com, user news organization called The Root, they just ran this story. um, I think a few hours ago, yesterday, 10.50 a.m. in the morning, uh, Mick Mill, the Justice League, NYC, uh, demand action as hundreds of inmates go without heat, hard war, at the Brooklyn Detention Center. So, um, so at the New York, um, actually at the Brooklyn Detention Center, is one of the prisons in Brooklyn, New York. Apparently they didn't have a, any heat and hot water for a few hours or a few days, can't remember well uh so so i think for a few days though because they've been protesting though uh, against the, uh against these horrible conditions uh, inmates we really have to go through i mean if you know anything about living in uh northern u.s uh in all the northern u.s part uh, just like in it's it's horrible, right but in the northern part of the u.s it's really really cold it gets really cold so i mean i bet you know that the majority of these prisoners are you know black you know because black and latinas because obviously it's the same treatment all over you know against minorities in this country especially black people though because we are the ones who don't have any voice, you know, we don't have any uh, uh, uh media representation. So we are the one with, you know, um, the most likely to be targeted with, by these um, horrible conditions. So... Some usable, uh, nonsense, um, okay uh, i was a little bit skeptical about sharing this story with you guys um it's about the, one of the presses in the uk megan markle i mean we're all familiar with her so there's this story about doing the wall okay it's basically megan michael uh i can't pronounce her name i apologize for that. Uh, She apparently she surprised she did surprise a charity for sex workers uh, with message of hope and love Guys, my brother just got home and I had to pause and chat a little bit. Uh, Where well, we? I uh, was we uh, with Megan Markle. Um, that's her name, yeah. So really, it's kind of disturbing, uh, you know what she said, because instead, you know, implementing. Um, you know the dishes instead of her implementing some change you know so this you know young female can have a better life she choose to uh support her damn into this um uh, evilness um uh, lifestyle evil lifestyle um and that really is wrong because that's something that you have to really uh, you know inspire you know young people to do uh uh good by them you know you can't just be part of the you know um the wrong system because obviously it's a wrong thing you know even people you know become sexual because it's still a really uh, not really good lifestyle to live but you know you gotta make a living you know I'm not calling them I'm just saying you know as a leader Meghan Marco should have done um, um, really um, something you know Uh, opposite to what she is doing Uh, so let's see Uh, uh, let's see other news that we may have Uh, i need to look from other website though But we have Akon, Akon just called some black artist who refused to perform at the Super Bowl. Stupid for not shocking and jiving at the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna just kill the music in the background and let you um, hear what he said uh, on TMZ. TMZ stopped him and asked him about his, you know, thoughts. About uh, the few artists who have refused to perform at the Super Bowl because they want to stand with um, uh, Mr. Colin Kaepernick. So I'm gonna just kill the song. Uh, Bear with me. Uh, That was great guys. Okay, let's see. I don't think YouTube has some policies against what I'm about to do. I don't think they do. Because I've seen some YouTubers also doing the same, so... Uh, let's do that. Just enlarging the video on my MacBook, because I have MacBook. I'm using MacBook as, uh, uh, the music player for my music background. And I'm also using uh, my cell phone, Galaxy S9, uh, as a recorder, as a um, podcast recorder. So without further ado, let me just play the video. It's on YouTube, you guys can check it out. It's called "It Coincides with NFL in Kaepernick Super Bowl. One, two, three. Yeah, how about the artists who are who are championing for Super Bowl, who have been asked to play the Super Bowl halftime show, the black artists, mm-hmm. things like that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah that I, I think I think honestly that's stupid, and I'm i gonna be as frank as possible. it's been for two reasons: uh, one is to make an impact, and two is for the business of it. Now, if you're, if you're a philanthropist, on a, and, and that's, a, that's, a that's, if that's something that you feel like you believe in, and you're fighting for it, sure. you have every right. Sure. But if you're doing it, and you look at it as a way of expanding who you are as an artist and as a business, you also have every right. So I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for that. Okay. That's, my, that's my opinion. No, I, hear you. I just I, think I hear sometimes you. people take social issues and make it a lot more serious than it has to be. Because at the end of the day, we all got to live in this world together. Yes, so, And there's always going to be somebody that feels they're, they're being treated unfairly. There's always going to be an imbalanced situation. But as people, we have to compromise certain situations to get to better places. So you think this situation is kind of a yes, because honestly, why wouldn't a black artist want to not perform in one of the biggest events in the world? That don't help us. We need you to be on that stage. So guys, you just heard what he just said. Um, uh, Mr. Akon, um, uh, his real name is Alan Tiam, um, originally from Senegal, I mean, he was born in America, but uh, his father and mother uh, originally from Senegal, uh, in West Africa. So basically what Akon say, you know, Merge, Brage, uh, Rihanna, under 3,000, Nicki Minaj and Jay Z. Uh, they forgot to say. I mean to mention Jay Z because Jay Z really did refuse uh, last year and I bet this year too to really uh, be one of the artists who will open the Super Bowl. So basically, he say. Um, I'm just quotation what he say. I'm gonna be caught. What he say. Um, Honestly, I think that is stupid. He continued uh, in quotation, I'm going to be as frank as possible. Uh, You're in this business for two reasons. One is to make an impact and two uh, is for the business of it. Uh, Now, if you are a philanthropist and that's something you feel like you believe in and you fight for it, uh, you have every right, but if you are going to do it, if you are, if you are doing it, I mean, uh, and you are looking uh, it as a way of expanding who you are as an artist and as a business, you also have that right. So I don't think there's a right or wrong answer for that. He then added the quotation, I think sometimes people take social issues and make it a lot serious than it has to be. So my thoughts on this is that Akon is wrong. I love Akon. I've been listening to Akon since I was a young teenager back in Burundi, my home country. But I think he's wrong because um, there's a reason. Uh, Big stars, big artists like Jay-Z, just forget about uh, Nicki Minaj, Carly B, all this uh minion artists you know i call them because they are minion artists because they have an impact uh, uh black audience you know as jay uh or giga has or um really other influential musicians have done it. influential black artists have done it so um Really, my thoughts on this is, you know, Icon is wrong. And the, and the reason I say it is, is um, you see, every time um, you have entertainers who happen to be musicians, producers, who are melanin descent, meaning who are black people who have melanin running in their DNAs, every time... I'm obviously also talented, you know, because you have to be talented in order to be approached by the NFL organization, uh, or Super Bowl, you know, however you call it, you know, organization. Um, If you deny the request to be featured in, 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 you know, in the big events such as Super Bowl, because Super Bowl Day, the Super Bowl um, Day is the only day they generate really tons of money. I mean I'm not saying they don't generate, you know, on other regular days. They do but not as big as on the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl and the Super Bowl season. So the day before the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl day. And on the Super Bowl day. So really they do generate, you know, a lot of money, you know, and so if you see big stars big artists, big entertainers like jay you know like uh let me see what well, like oh kendrick i'm pretty sure they may have asked him, and they say heck no when coming because what you guys been doing uh to our brother Kaepernick, it's evil and it's unconstitutional, because I mean, until today, it's has kind gone of constitutional. They don't have any right to, you know, really bore him out of the NFL stadiums around the country. So, uh, prevent him to make a living through playing uh, on um, football fields. So, football stadium field. So, uh, really really um that to me it's an indication that you know if you have big artists who say heck no we're not gonna perform until unit Carponik have a an employment with you guys with you know within any team uh with any nfl team you really have to understand Mm-hmm. NFL lose credit lose credit to uh, some audience because they obviously you know ended up being seen uh, by all the audience not just black audience as people cannot deliver for what they promise which is to offer uh, you know our viewers a big emer- amazing and magical uh, experience so it really it, It just shows, like, NFL is not the NFL they knew uh, five, ten years ago, you know. So they lose the credibility they once had. And when you lose that particular credibility, that particular uh, power, you know, over your own um, big customers, you know, um, you lose money. You know, you lose advertisement, you lose money. So uh, I can, while I respect his opinion. I think he's wrong on this. He definitely is. You know, I, I think he's speaking from his African experience. Because really, this brother really, really every thoughts, you know, every energy put out, he, you know, it really it's inspired by the African spiritual, the Black African spiritual. So. I think he's speaking from his own African, you know, experience when it comes to uh, uh, these issues, so, like, you know, taking a stand against, you know, I think he's speaking from experience. This brother spent most of his time traveling, you know, outside the country, so I think sometimes you really have to sit back and reflect as someone who may be in african-american shows, just black you know uh because i hate to use that term i mean guys really i hate to do that i mean i've said um multiple times number of times you know for me i see african-american as black people period the old acronym african-american i think it's a dividing term you know why coccadian people have Really branded our brothers and sisters who are, um, you know, who are descendant of the Black Indians and, and Black saints. So you know, I think this term to divide them uh, between them and us and that that's wrong. So I don't refer to them as African American. I do to those who feel like they should be but to me, I see as the wrong thing, uh, to really to do, but again, I'm gonna still respect how people really, you know, view it and want to be treated, um, let's see what else, uh, I'm gonna just tell you guys on story, share with you on story, and, um, one or two stories I I like the music in the background? Found it in a mall, inspiring, energetic. Let me turn the volume on, I think it's really fun. Uh, oh, really? Already 3:13 a.m. in the morning. Wow, surprise! Time really flies, guys. Yes, there's this story coming out from Maryland. Kevin Durant is opening a center for the youth. So the NBA, NBA actually, NBA, NBA uh, star, Kevin Durant has uh, opened, let me just lost the track of the news article I was reading, and by the way, all these two or three, Actually, two. This is the third one. Musarika just share between um uh between when when I was apologizing for really losing, um uh, like having some difficulties, you know, because my brother just came in. These two three stories I just share with you. So about Acon and another one. Uh, he comes from uh. The source news comes from news1.com, so if you guys are interesting, uh, the NBA star Kevin Durant opens after school center for the off, so it's one of the greatest accomplishments so far in my career, said Durant, um, oh boy, just lost track, oh, I was reading, um, in Bear Star, Kevin Dwan has opened a new after-school center for youth in George, George County, Maryland. So... Gonna have to play a playlist because I keep losing track of my because um, I have to go back and change my background music which I don't want because I just want to play like non-stop uh, playlist you know um, let me see one has more songs this one has more songs like 13 14 Okay, so apparently the NBA star Kevin Durant just opened an after school center for the earth in George County, Maryland. So, even several black athletes are paying for what by giving back to the communities that they grew up in. Just days after he was a product NFL star. Marshall Lynch was combating uh, gentrification in his hometown of Auckland. The NBA player Kevin Durant has opened a news after-school centre for the youth in Prince George County Maryland is being reported. Uh, the facility which is named after the Golden State Warriors player will serve as a resource centre that provides tools and assistance. Uh, for the off uh, to further the education uh, the, the news outlet writes um, through the center students will uh, be able to secure college scholarships and receive financial help in tutoring the NBA player provided 10 millions for ten million dollars for the creation of the college track at the Durant Center during unveil uh durant unveiled the new centre before a group of local children who'll be able in the program who be involved in the programme on Wednesday and then, uh, it was a full circle moment for him. This sent his located just a few blocks away from where he grew up, potentially to have this as a kind of staple and my family's name on it and it's doing so much for the kids man. It's one of the greatest accomplishments so far in my career, Petition. He said in an interview with the Washington Post, Petition, as a basketball player, it's easy for us to say, let's create a double AU team or let's do a camp. As you get older, you start to look for bigger ways to impact. I see my peers are not just NBA players, bad players in general, but just trying to push the future forward. Push the youth forward petition. The opening of this song comes month after the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James opened the I Promise School for I Risk Youth in Akron. Guys, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm very proud of Kevin Durant. You know, I never thought Kevin had such a big like that. I'm not saying he's a bad person. I'm just saying, you know, I never saw him as really. Um... leader who can impact his community especially be able to give back because it seems like more players really lose you know touch easily with their roots um uh, let's see one more story guys and i'm gonna end this podcast because it's almost now oh let's just keep going i think i'm having some fun though are you not uh, now my voice is a so little bit soft, so it's really great okay wow this is this story it's very alarming um so uh, about white domestic terrorists, it was white domestic terrorists targeted, um, uh, Somali immigrants. Damn, never about this one. A uh, few white domest- domestic terrorists, um, sentenced to prison for targeting some American Muslims. Uh, since 9 11, some of the most horrific acts of terrorism in the United States have been committed by American citizens. I think this story may have. A place in kansas i think i watched a few months ago um i think a year or two i can't remember well yeah it's in kansas it happened in this. Yeah, i was right three white domestic terrorists were scented, were was scented um that friday at least 25 years each in federal prison for plotting to kill some other american muslims in kansas so i'm gonna just give you the reason because i have really um watched the documentary about what happened you know so i'm not gonna read all these articles obviously the center twenty-five years old, which i'm happy yes and no uh, yes because it was a business call what happened is the story took place in a uh, very small town in kansas um So, um, what happened was it's in a small town, small city, however you want to call it. It's called Garden Garden City. Um, And uh, three white supremacists plotted uh, to burn a whole community of Somali immigrants who sit in in their small city, Garden City, uh, instead of Kansas. So, and uh, somehow, the law enforcement uh, down in, in the small city, Garden City, got a tip that, you know, had information, that actually, actually, uh, if, if I backtrack, uh, I think they had on good information that they were targeting, you know, they were... Planning to kill uh, Somali, you know, but they weren't quite sure when. So what they did is they uh, start monitoring them, and, and when they were about to act um, to go any action, you know, the officers really came up with guns heavy-armed, and they caught them, you know, they had bombs, guys, you know, so they were really, really ready to blow up, you know, the whole community, and, you know, somehow, you know, they were be, they'll be able to stop it, but uh, we all both, I mean, this is a small town They we really were doing bad in terms of. Um, economy, the economy of the small city was really in bad shape since the uh, Somali population immigrated down there settled down there um, the city has been really doing good economically ever since, no, no, every time black people come and they're giving employment you know, the city or the state or the town start really doing better because black people, they're really about you know walking, you know, if they are given the opportunity, you know, that's no brainer. So, I'm not really into like, oh, this is justice, that's not justice, guys, you know, you know, just because you know, I mean, it was just a business call, you know, that's how I see it. Um, by the way, the shutdown has started being in effect, but if nothing changed. Uh, the government shutdown will be back uh, February 22nd because it's going to end February 21st if nothing's changed Um, so let's see Uh, let's just reach one hour though I want to reach one hour it's been my biggest goal that I want to accomplish with my podcast Um, let's see guys I'm gonna try uh, in the meantime while I'm, w- I'm working on the last story I've uh, been trying to do this I'm gonna gonna start a thing I could do some series um, I'm gonna still uh, I'm gonna try to do it I will say I'm still working on it. Uh, trying like to do two stories like two different categories of stories um, two part of stories of this podcast one that will be covering black news in america i'm gonna also really go deep on this one not just reading one two website i'm gonna really go deep like real stories happening in black communities in the u.s another part of this podcast i'm gonna launch uh is a will be about covering the stories happen in africa you know west africa east africa uh southern africa and also northern africa Obviously, while i'm gonna be concentrating in black african countries you know back in my homeland so anyway um uh, look for one more story and i to wrap this one up <clears throat> i'm really tired i can talk apologize So, this story I'm about to share with you guys, it comes from blackbusiness.org. So, it reads, founders of black-owned cheesecake business, uh, inspired by Trump government shutdown. I'm going to read a little bit about this news article, and, uh, and I'm going gonna to wrap this one. Uh, uh, so it was Nikki Howard and uh Howard uh, Nikki just just like Nikki Howard, yeah, and Jackie Wright, two sisters from Melon were full left during the recent government shutdown. So they started their own business selling cheesecakes to make ends meet. Sarcastically they named the company the Four left Cheesecake and it turned out to be a good publicity stunt, as they have received lots of orders from across the country and overwhelming support from the public. Nikki works for the Federal Drug Administration (FDA), and Jackie works for the Department of Justice (DOJ). And they were just two of the many federal government employees that were really affected by Trump government shutdown, which lasted for more than a month. Some studies even included that African American families were affected the most, staying motivated. But they couldn't just let days go by without doing anything to pay the bills. They can rely on the husbands who they say weren't able to work to abilities as well so they were forced to step and st- step up and start their own business um, the idea of putting a cheesecake business came up after jackie and her mother tasted how delicious and super the cheesecake succulent the cheesecake nikki made for the new years My mother said, girl, you could see the cheesecakes, quotation. Uh, You could sell these cheesecakes. um, I'm really jumping from one line to another without seeing the one in the middle. One word to another without seeing the one in the middle. So, uh, Jackie said, and I was like, why don't we sell the cheesecakes? A local business getting national support blah 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 it's a long story guys and even I think Aaron gave them 25,000 so which is great uh, and it's amazing so I want to say um, this is the news uh, i gonna wrap it up in a few minutes I'm just gonna reach and well, I'm gonna just give you my own personal thoughts on this one I think it's amazing and this should just be the only ones i think we all should start you know sharp our minds when it sharp our minds with uh the mentality with the uh, thoughts of being uh independent independent uh, from these shockers because i think if you want to depend from why america in terms of finance in terms of socio economic um uh, really, um, uh, in terms of sh- socioeconomic really um, relation, I think really you um, expose yourself to really um, a miserable life, and I'm not saying this to be uh, hypocrite. Oh an ass, no. Oh being an asshole, that's now why I'm saying this. Um I'm saying this uh because I know it's true and really uh that's what it should be. You know, we need to learn to feel ourselves from this nonsense guys. You know, uh we, we all should depend on this system, this economic system. It really drains our energy, kills our hopes, it kills our, you know, strength, you know, destroys us, it divides us. Yeah, we should learn to do better. And I think with time, we just need to be hopeful, you know. That's all I can say you know, um, guys, I'm gonna wrap it up. Um, uh, it started, um, we are flashing, uh, flashing red, my app started flashing red, saying the maximum recording uh, time. I just had a notification myself, and just saying, the. it tells me that the maximum recording Time for the segment is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on the clock. So, you know, I'm just let the music play in the background just to reach the 60 minutes. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, again, I'm Ori. Um, I'm very happy for you guys to turn in. Um, hope you had some fun with me. Redeemed. Uh, I really did. If you didn't, with this podcast segment, probably uh, the one I'll be dropping soon, um, guys will be. Uh, I'll be dropping one today and another one uh, tomorrow, I believe, because I'll be saying with uh, my friend of mine, um, Dante. So. I'll be going to his house and we'll be discussing about mental illness, about the um, institutional racism here in the U.S. I'll be sharing my story how I see this institutional racism affecting black countries back in Africa and, and black Caribbean countries, you know, Jamaica, Antigua, I mean, you name it. So, yeah. Uh, so, it'll be really fun. And, um, Saturday, I have a podcast interview with Peter Saru, who is one of the um, City Council of Large here in Portland, Maine. So, this week is really packed, though. And I'm also hoping to have uh, Matthew back on this podcast, you know, because I, really had a, I received good positive feedback when it comes to the podcast in the yard with Matthew, Um last year um a month two months ago you know so guys thank you for tuning in appreciate in the mouth